When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Which schools will take home the prestigious Learfield Director's Cup for the 2023-24 college athletic season? You can follow the standings of your favorite school or alma mater at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. That's thedirectorscup.com and L Directors Cup on Twitter. Trophies will be awarded in June 2024 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Director's Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Inside Southern Miss Athletics, our weekly look kind of behind the scenes of what's going on with Golden Eagle Athletics. Got a good show for you today. As always, we'll start off in a moment with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean. We'll spend some time with head men's basketball coach Jay Ladner and also talk more basketball with the associate head coach of our Golden Eagle basketball team, Juan Cardona. Sit back and listen as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. And as I promised, Jerry McLean going to start things off for us as we get started today going inside Southern Miss Athletics. And, Jeremy, just talk about all the things that are going on right now. This is the time of year where basketball's underway, football's going on, the fall sports, a lot of them are in the championships. So it's just a crazy time right now around Southern Miss and all the world of college athletics. Yeah, we're in full swing. There's no doubt about it. It's a great time to be on campus. And, and if, you, if you love college sports, sports to your point um you know this is a fun time of year because you kind of get a bunch of crossover and watch uh watch multiple sports some some sports moving into their postseason some getting started like basketball and so really really a fun time to be a college athletics fan and a a really good time to be on campus and definitely excited about uh moving into basketball season and kind of what uh what we're seeing from both of our men's and women's teams and kind of the outlook on their seasons uh i think it's going to be a you know really a there's a a great chance for it to be a lot of fun in uh in green coliseum this year and uh, as far as football is concerned football back home 
home on uh, campus this weekend, and Louisiana Monroe will be our uh, guest this weekend. Yeah, you know, great opportunity for us to get back home, certainly get back to the Rock and, and uh, get to play in front of friends and family and, and our folks here uh, in, in Hattiesburg. And so obviously looking to bounce back from what's been a tough stretch for us. Um, and, uh, you know, Saturday is, is a great opportunity to do just that and, and uh, hopefully build off of some positive things that happened last Saturday. Obviously the final score was not one of those, but there were some positive things, I think, to continue to build on and improve. And, and so that's what we're looking to do as we get back home here against Monroe on Saturday. Golden Eagles, it doesn't seem like we played many home games. A lot of the games that were early in the uh, the season, but back home, and that'll be great for our fans and the students to get a chance to watch our Golden Eagle football team. Yeah, certainly. You know, and as always, uh, good to be back, like I said, in front of your folks and look forward to, uh, you know, having that opportunity to, to, and for our folks to cheer on these guys. And like I said, it has been a challenge for them lately, and so I know they'll welcome the opportunity to be in front of the home crowd and, and um, get an opportunity to show out in front of them. Of course, it's been going to be a fun weekend. We've got a lot of things planned. Obviously, Spirit Park back in action and, and tailgating all day long. We're going to have a, a military appreciation opportunity here at this game to acknowledge those folks who serve. And, and uh, so it should be a fun day all the way around. Great opportunity to get back in the rock. Going to be beautiful weather. Just, just a great opportunity all the way around for us. We have been talking a lot about the fall sports, and they're now getting into some championship-type situations or postseason-type championship operations. But on the other side, basketball got started, and the guys have had a couple of games already, including one on Sunday against Mississippi State. It was kind of a unique experience and well-attended and made a lot of money for the folks that were trying to battle some of the devastation of the tornadoes a while back in North Mississippi. Yeah, it really was. You know, as you mentioned, the guys have had two opportunities for exhibitions and the and one this past weekend with Mississippi State, a charity event to benefit uh, tornado victims uh, in the Mississippi Delta. So great opportunity to raise some money for a very, very important cause. And uh, and then just a great opportunity on top of that to, to get back into Reed Green and, and uh, play, a, obviously, a quality opponent in Mississippi State, a team that... You know, went to the tournament last year, is returning five starters and, and has a chance to have another really special year. And so great test for us during the exhibition season to kind of gauge where we're at as a team. Thought we had a good crowd there Sunday and folks that were there were very loud and into the game. And, and so it's a kind of a little bit of a uh, snapshot, I think, into what this year could be for us. And that's really exciting. I think there's a lot of positive things that happened on Sunday uh, on the court and off the court and, and you know, just uh, something for us to build on for sure. NCAA allows you to do that but it's got to be i think a charitable yeah. type of situation and which that was on the sunday so but i think both coaches appreciate the fact you get to really kind of a game type atmosphere more than an exhibition type yeah game. you're right and, and to your point about the ncaa you know we, we had to seek a waiver to play a second second exhibition game but um you know it, it does have to be a charity event and we, we obviously got that waiver but i do think both coaches appreciated the fact to be able to get in there and really get after it and um you know create an uh a game day environment, have a really good crowd, let it be loud. And really, you know, it was a very physical game and a game that, that you know, looked more like, in some ways anyway, looked more like a January game than it did an exhibition game just from the standpoint of, of guys really getting after it and competing at a high level. So I think that's always beneficial. And I think our fans really enjoyed it. Uh, we love to play Mississippi State. Yeah. We love to play Ole Miss when that occurs. So I think the fans really enjoyed a Sunday afternoon of basketball at Green College. Yeah, and I give a tip of the cap to uh, Mississippi 
Mississippi State's folks and, and uh, their head coach uh, for, for, you know, uh, Coach Jans for uh, being willing to come down to Hattiesburg and play this game. I think we've, we've uh, not had um, the opportunity to do that nearly as often over the past decade or so uh, as we did previously. And so really appreciate them coming down and playing that game and obviously for a good cause. But I just think it, it uh, you know, it, it, it was unique from that standpoint to be able to have them here at our facility and, and um, I, you know, of course, um, we had a bunch of fans here. They had a lot of fans too, and, and so it, I know it, it for their fan base gave them a chance. Some that live in South Mississippi to get to a game. So a lot of good all the way around, and and uh, just thankful for that opportunity. Visiting with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean, as we go inside of Southern Miss Athletics again, football home this weekend to take on the Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe, and another one of those uh, Sun Belt Conference matchups. That, but uh, again, that's what the Sun Belt brings. Uh, some of those old rivalries back to campus here at Southern Miss. That's right. And, uh, you know, I think we're seeing multiple things in the league. I think you've got these rivalries and these games where we can travel and fan- other fans can travel, and that's a great opportunity. I think we're also seeing a really high level of football being played. I think it continues to improve. I think the league as a whole, you know, has a you know a, t- a chance to obviously be the best group of five uh, football league in the country. And and um, I think that's within our reach even this year. And, and, and that obviously is important to the league next year becomes even more important as we enter the college football playoff and the top seeded I should say the the sixth overall best overall league gets gets an automatic bid their champion gets a bid and so you know if you're the elite if you're the top group of five you're going to be in that top six and so you know the opportunity to get a sunbelt team into the college football playoff in 2024 is a very real thing and i think uh something that uh, our fan base is, should be very excited about and we're seeing more and more uh sunbelt conference games on tv whether it be the nfl network or espn or some of the other uh carriers of uh, college football football games and you know they don't have to do that eh? it's because the Sun Belt is good and it's because Sun Belt has a great audience watching their football games yeah our linear the number of games from linear standpoint have continued to grow and, and really you're right John it's 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 beyond what that requirement is because there's so many really good matchups and so many great opportunities throughout the league that we've had some add-ons and some games that have been uh, you know added to the lineups and and again I think that's a testament to kind of where we're at as a league right now and and uh, I think that, that bodes very well for the future. Now, it means a very tough league. It means that every time you go out there, you're going to have to play your best football to win ball games. But um, I think for the health of the league and the health of our programs, that is exactly what we need to be doing. It's what we need to be chasing. And so um, so I'm really excited about what that looks like in the future. And I think the television numbers have got to be pretty good because they're not going to put anybody on TV that doesn't draw those numbers and those eyes to those TV screens. Yeah, certainly. And I, and I think that we're seeing that. I think the numbers kind of show that as the Sun Belt gets those opportunities. And um, I think ESPN and our our partners have been very pleased with what uh, we brought to the table. And the other thing that's kind of neat this year in regards to basketball is the uh, matchup between the Mid-American Conference and the Sunbelt Conference. The Golden Eagles will travel up in a couple of weeks to Akron to play a ball game. Uh, I I think that's kind of neat to match up leagues that maybe uh, uh, geographically aren't close and you don't play a lot of times against those teams. So that'll be a neat effort uh, for the Eagles to go and play up at Akron. Yeah, on the basketball side, I think that's been a great scheduling um, you know adjustment or addition if you will to have that Mac um, challenge where we're going to go up and play a game they're going to come back and play us in a game one game in November one in February and so you know 
for us, and I say us, and I mean teams in our league, uh, getting home, quality home games is a difficult thing to do. And uh, so this gave us an opportunity to do just that and, and obviously match up with you know, uh, a league that has some of the same challenges. So really uh, th- these games I think are going to be really important to us and uh, have you know, potential to have a really big impact on our season as we think about strength of schedule and, and getting a chance to, again, uh, play those home games. And so we're excited about what that looks like, and, and I think that could be something that we continue to build off as we think about our scheduling philosophy uh, here at Southern Miss but also as a league and how we, you know, we're making a ton of effort strategically to continue to improve uh, our basketball league. And uh, and I think we're in a good spot right now, and we just got to continue to find ways to, to put multiple teams in the mix. And, and a part of that is making sure that we're scheduling the right way. We're visiting with Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics, as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Talking about basketball for just a minute, uh, you've had a chance to watch Jay's Ball Club. What's your thoughts on basketball here early in the season? Yeah, I, you know, obviously, it's early as you mentioned there's still things that they're going to work out and lineups to be you know uh figured out and things like that but i think what i've seen is that um our guys are are fierce competitors they're going to defend at, a, at, at you know f- for 40 minutes in the you know the entire game they're going to get after it and and, and i and i think the, and, and, and this kind of alludes to i think what we saw last year if you can do that you got a chance against just about anyone, and 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 really defense travels. You know the old saying, defense travels. I think I think if we continue to do that and defend the well like we have, and what we're seeing early out of this group, I think we have a chance to have a really fun year. And um, so that's what I've seen so far, and been really encouraged from um, some of our guys who are coming back, obviously, but some some new faces that are going to add some uh, different dimension for us. And um, so really encouraged about getting the season started and and uh, what this uh, what this basketball season may hold for us. Well, Baseball is not that far away uh, in February, but uh, they've, of course, been going through their fall workouts. Christian Ostrander in his first year now as, as the head coach. And uh, kind of, uh, I'm sure Oz has got his own ways of doing things, but pretty much a seamless transition between Scott Barry to Christian Ostrander. Yeah, it really has been. Of course, yeah, Christian and, and Scott are very different people, different personalities, but they also believe in a lot of the same things. And so I think in that regard, that has been been really smooth. I think he's he and his staff have done a great job of kind of keeping that standard uh, going, you know, the accountability and the expectation. And uh, and, and then especially on the recruiting trail, too, I think what we're seeing is that um, uh, we're recruiting at a level at or beyond, I think, what we ever have. And, and that's really encouraging to see. And there's a lot of talent on this roster right now. So, you know, excited about what that looks like. And, and you know, anytime you have a transition, there's you know some some speed bumps along the way as you figure things out, but uh, I think this has gone as smoothly as it possibly could have, and and uh, really excited about what the spring looks like. There's a lot of reasons that young men pick schools to go play baseball at. One is the coach, but two, they want to go somewhere that's successful, and it's hard to disagree that the Golden Eagles have had as good a track record postseason and championship baseball as just about anybody in the country. Yeah, certainly. I think if I were coming through right now and I were looking at a place to play in Southern Miss was interested in me I think the level of success the unbelievable atmosphere the 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 passionate fan base the people who care about it and then the development piece you know I think the track record of developing guys 
you know, guys that come to us either out of high school or, or out of junior college who, who haven't been drafted, but then come into our program and develop and get an opportunity to play professionally when they leave us, you know, that transition and that development process, I think, speaks for itself. And so you think about all those things is I'm a recruit coming through right now and Southern Miss calls my phone. That That's something I'm going to be really excited about. And there's just a very, very few programs that can offer some of those things the way we can. Talk about uh, some of the things you've got on your agenda. What's what's the next week or so got you doing as far as Southern Miss athletics? Yeah, some of the same things that have been occupying our time here lately. We're we're filling out uh, our staff, and so we're working through you know hiring processes can be can be challenging. The end result can be great, but sometimes you got to work through that process, and so we're working through that. Uh, we've got a lot of fundraising efforts that are happening right now as we begin to continue to map out some of our facility plans and and try to do the work that it takes to to really push forward on facility plans, which is making sure that you've got things lined up on the fundraising side. And so we continue to do that. And that's, that's, that's occupying a lot of time. There's a lot of things on, our, on all of our plates. But if I were to name the top three or four things, that would be it. Jeremy, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks for taking us inside Southern Miss Athletics. Thanks, John. All right, Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics, nice enough to do that. Exactly that. Take us inside Southern Miss Athletics. When we come back, we'll talk Golden Eagle basketball with Coach Jay Ladner. Jay joins us when we come back. This is Inside Southern Miss athletics some people just know bundling with allstate means big savings just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor they know honey on pizza is where it's at and olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top and they know when you bundle home and auto with allstate you can save up to 25 percent Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Aw, shucks. The game's on TV, but I can't listen to the call of my favorite team broadcasters. Never fear. Sync My Game is here. Uh, Sync My Game? Yes, Sync My Game. If you have a DVR and streaming device, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. It's never been easier to hear the impassioned voices of your favorite radio crew synced with the TV. Wow, uh, thank you, Mr. Just remember, SyncMyGame.com. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue to go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Going to spend some time now with the head basketball coach of our Golden Eagles, Coach Jay Ladder. Nice enough to spend some time with us. And, uh, Jay, the uh, Golden Eagles, a couple of games kind of, exhibition games already uh, under your belt one that we played uh, just the other day on Sunday against uh, Mississippi State and uh, so the Golden Eagles uh, as you stand right now what do you kind of like about this team where do you feel like you are right now in preparation for the season well the one thing John overall that I like is I like the continuing of momentum that was built from last year's team and you know, we've got some I, I, I like the way they approach every day they've got some grit and toughness about them which are I think prerequisites to be a Southern Miss athlete, and um, but they've got some of that about them and some pride about themselves, and I, I like that. Of course, uh, had it had a had a good start against Delta State in an exhibition game, and then uh, kind of something that's unique that I hope that becomes a yearly event as uh, we were able to play Mississippi State here in Hattiesburg in a charity game uh, with money going to the uh, tornado victims up the Mississippi Delta that was ravaged last year by the by the tornadoes. And, and John, I, you know, and I was speaking with Coach Jans, of course, after the game, and I think he felt the same way. But, 
you're able to get a heck of a lot more in that kind of environment than if we were to choose to go scrimmage somebody. And what I want to clarify is is NCAA rules don't allow you to play another Division One opponent in and in a game where fans and so forth can be a part of it unless it's for charity. Now. Why? You and I, could, we have no idea why they make those kind of rules, but that's the case. So your only other option is to go scrimmage someone behind closed doors, which no one else can t- attend. But I'm going to choose this route every time. That was a that was a mid to late season intensity of that game against a top 25 team, a team coming with everyone back, coming off NCAA tournament appearance, and some people project as a dark horse in, to win the SEC. So um, uh, we, we just couldn't mimic that. We can't mimic that in practice. So great experience for us. Uh, but that, oh, I really like the way our team approached it. It was a great battle. Could have gone either way. Uh, unfortunately lost right there at the end. But uh, I like the way our guys battled, and I think they showed that we have a chance to have a, a pretty decent team this year. It is very difficult in a scrimmage game, an exhibition game, that uh, even against a non-D1 opponent, to get the uh, creation of an atmosphere that kind of mimics what you'll run into during the season. And that yeah. Sunday game against Mississippi State could have been a February game for a conference championship or a postseason game type of atmosphere. John, highly intense. You know, I looked down there at one time, and that crossed my mind. As I looked down the sideline, there was a – you know, a call that Coach Jans wasn't pleased with, and he was letting the officials have it, you know. So he was into the game. He knew what the game meant. We did, too. Of course, at the end of the day, at the end of the game, both of us are still zero and zero. But it was a very intense game. And, again, the, having the crowd there, I think it's great preparation for Mississippi State. Certainly was for us. Uh, uh, the, the things that a, a Mississippi State-type team, an elite team, they're one of the top teams in the country, that they they bring tactically, uh, athletically to the table just forces you iron sharpens iron, and that just forces you to get better. And uh, me as a coach, I know our players. So anyway, it was a it was a great event um, uh, for a lot of reasons, and, uh, and and excited about doing it. Like I said, already looking forward to, to an opponent for next year, and hopefully it's Mississippi State again. You have gotten two games under your belt: a game against Delta State, and now this game against yeah. Mississippi State. What's your takeaway about where you feel like yeah. your team is right now with the real season opener about? A week or so away. Well, we got a lot of areas to, to get better at. I really like I really really like I think, and you and I have discussed this on prior podcasts, where I think we could be defensively. We we at times last year because we just didn't have a rim protector on defense, uh, maybe some athleticism. Had two great players in there, and in, in Hase and 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 and, uh, and and DeAndre Pinckney, and I mean they were really good. And they could do some things on offense that the guys we have now can't do. But one of the things that we knew uh, after last season reevaluating, we needed to have some big, some big bodies and maybe a little more athleticism in those spots. Gave up a little bit on the offensive end, but defensively, I think you began to see it even in those first couple of games. Uh, both of the guys were hobbled. Of course, Awako was coming off of a high ankle sprain and was a game-time decision against Mississippi State. He didn't look out of place out there, even though he was hobbled. Of course, Tegra is a big seven-footer. He's he's about two weeks off of having a, a full range of motion in his wrist. He had a 
a, a broken wrist that was repaired on his shooting hand and just really like I said just a couple weeks removed from his from his cast and uh, but to see his progress yesterday I think the juice has started full and of course they Mississippi State was very long and athletic in there physical and yeah but I like the way he responded and uh, just made one of the one of the most outstanding plays I've seen in a long time when he really we had turned the ball over and he really busted his tail and he blocked the shot up against the backboard that was a tremendous defensive play on his end uh, to, to sprint the floor uh, keep us from giving up a basket and terse of course we were able to get the basketball back so anyway I, I like where we're headed defensively of course we held a really good Mississippi State team um, uh, coach Juan our, our defensive coordinator coach Juan Cardona I call him a defensive coordinator he he uh, manages our defense and uh he was upset that we gave up 60 points but that of course when you give up 60 or less 60 or less you, you should have the opportunity to win i just we just didn't quite finish it and uh but again i, I like where we're headed defensively offensively uh we are a uh, not quite there yet I, I wasn't necessarily pleased of course had some guys have been out for some injuries that that set out yesterday of course we lost neft alvarez for about nine nine more weeks uh uh, due to a surgery, a foot injury, I uh, hope to have him back, and then w- anxiously waiting on NCAA to make a ruling on Andre Cabello, who's a difference maker, John, potential All-American, and um, really makes the players around him better. I think if either one of those guys uh, has an opportunity to play this year, uh, it really gives us a chance to maybe be an NCAA tournament team. Visiting with our head basketball coach, Jay Ladner, as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. The season opener is, as we said, about a week or so away. I guess that's William Carey and the Golden Eagles. That's become kind of the annual season opening ball game. Where do you want your team or where do you need to get better down the stretch and uh, how much deeper maybe is this team than a year ago well I think we are going to be deeper when it's all said and done again we've got some guys that are battling some uh, most of them not as serious an injury of course as Neftali Alvarez and I've already mentioned that he's going to be about nine weeks away before a decision will be made on him um, but I, 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 there, there's really not one area. I do think our defense is ahead of our offense. I wasn't pleased yesterday with our offensive execution, John. I wasn't. Now, State had something to do with it. They're, they're a top five team nationally in terms of defensive uh, statistics. Um, uh, but, but I just wasn't pleased. I wasn't pleased with our, our execution on our baseline out of bounds offense. Uh, we just got a lot of areas to improve, more so offense and defense. But I know Juan wasn't pleased. Juan felt like we were. We're about sixty percent of where he thinks we need to be if we're gonna if we're gonna make a run. And, and of course, once we get into conference play, visiting with Coach Ladner and Coach Ladner and the Golden Eagles. Jay, this year, one of the neat things on your schedule, and there are a lot of neat things on the schedule, is uh, the Sun Belt and the Mid American Conference now have got uh, an agreement to play games against each other. And the Golden Eagles are paired up with Akron, and will play Akron early in the season up in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, good Lord, I mean, what, what do you do? You, you win the league and you get rewarded and about having to go play a, a team that won their league and of course is is projected to win their league again this year so it, it just you know it's typical southern miss john you and i know the history the great history of this incredible athletic program that we have here at southern miss and um joe paul our president says it best about punching above our weight and and you know i don't think there is if someone in the united states that had half a brain ever accuse Southern Miss of under-scheduling, 
I think they should be punched in the mouth right then, right then and there. Because, uh, but our our non-conference schedule is, is really, really tough. Of course, we're going to open with William Carey on Monday. Okay, and and John, William Carey, uh, of course, has always played at an elite level. Steve Knight, Hall of Fame coach here in the state, former Southern Miss Golden Eagle himself, baseball basketball player, forty three years at the helm over there. Un, does an unbelievable job, and they've beaten us a couple of times over the last ten years. So we have to always keep that in mind. That, that's not that's not your typical Division One versus NAI opponent. It's just not, and uh, and they've proved it. And so we're going to have our hands full with that one. Then, of course, we have to go to Akron. But there's some, there's some tough tough games in the non conference schedule. Let's uh, talk a bit about where you want to get better. Uh, the season comes around pretty quickly. Where do you want to get better or need to get better from your standpoint before that opener against William Carey? Real quickly, we've got to get better at, at executing offense. And I thought, I thought, and of course Mississippi State had a lot to do with it, that we lacked patience. We lacked patience. We, we settled uh, too early in possessions when the shot ne- wasn't necessarily there. Uh, we, 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 we broke our pattern a lot of times before the shot was there just to try to drive it to the basket. Uh, didn't always pay off for us. And uh, they held us, of course, to just about 30% shooting, and, and you're not going to win many games like that. And going hats off to Mississippi State. We've got to do better there. We've got to do better fundamentally. We did, I, I, I wasn't pleased with our uh, – we had too many breakdowns. Had, had, uh, we would get our hands on balls, John, and not, not secure it. Uh, uh, we we didn't always consistent enough or physical enough on blockouts, uh, getting the rebounds. I, I thought there were some loose ball opportunities that we didn't get on the floor for. I, I, I can go on and on on, on and again on the offensive end as I've talked about. We lack patience. Uh, I didn't think again we were ready quite for that intensity and pace. So we're going to have to uh, do everything that we can to to try to get that improve um, ahead of William Carey and certainly Akron. You and I both played a lot of guard in our basketball careers, point guards sometimes. We talk a lot about guys on your team that are really good players, but the guy who probably gets overlooked more than anybody else is your point guard in Mo Arnold. Very underrated player. Unbelievable. Most from Picayune. He actually played, uh, which is where I'm from originally. My dad coached there for many, many years, Picayune Memorial High School, and that's where Mo's from. He's got, you know, in my opinion, Pearl River County, uh, borders, borders, uh, St. Tammany Parish, Louisiana, and there's just it's kind of old blue collar area, and they, they're they're tough, and they, I mean their football team's always really physical, and basketball team plays the same way, and he he kind of to me is almost a stereotypical uh, a kid from that area, and uh and but he's not flashy, uh he but he's solid as a rock, he's tough as a light or not. Um, has really worked on his game, John, in the offseason and has improved his offensive game. Um, didn't quite show it against Mississippi State, but he's better. And, uh, and I, I think the fact that he was shooting some of the shots that he shot yesterday was a, an indication that his confidence level is up. Um, but, but he's a great young man. I can't say enough great things about him. He's integral to our success. He is an incredible defender. He's smart. Um, and, and, and he's tough, and he just – he's – I, I know this. I would hate to have had turn around, John. You probably would have too, and have to play against him because every time – because of the way that we play defense anyway, of course, the, offense, the, 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 the press and whether we're man-to-man or we're in a zone press, a matchup press, we do multiple things. But, but there he is. He's sitting there as soon as that guard turns, and he's going to hound you for 40 minutes. So, one, you better be in good condition. 
you better be sure with the ball. If not, he's going he's gonna to create some problems for you, and that gives us a great advantage. And what I like about him is uh, on the offensive end, he wants the ball in his hand, not necessarily so he can get a lot of shots because he's very unselfish on the offensive end, but a great handler of the basketball can get it to the right guys in the right spots. He is, and uh, he's such a winner. It would not matter, I can assure you, I'm not just saying this, it would not matter to Mo Arnold if he didn't shoot a shot as long as we won. He's always been like that. If, if he has to shoot 15 shots for us to win, that's what he's going to do. But he really loves to distribute the basketball. He, he's really bought in on the defensive end. Uh, like I said, he's tough. He'll be on the floor for balls. He'll take charges. Yeah, he'll fight you. You know, he's just got that, that perfect mentality that uh, – that, that you want to look for in a, in a Division One guard that's that's successful. With the exhibition games over with and now the season opener against William Carey not too far away, how over the next few days do you kind of uh, create that game-type yeah. atmosphere so you're ready to go against William well, Carey? Well, the great thing is is that, that now we you know you don't have to wait till we go to Akron and play a, a really, really good high-level Division One team. Uh, and, you know, I want to say this about it. Of course, I've already – and anyone that's ever talked to me knows I have great respect for Coach Knight and William Carey. The difference in the NAIA team and a Division One team a lot of times is not your ones, twos, and threes. They always have great guards at William Carey and forwards. A lot of times the difference is that instead of a seven-foot big man or six-nine, sometimes he's six-five or six-six. That's usually the difference, John. The, the, the difference in the skill set of the guards is, a lot of times is, is not very much. And uh, so, we went, one, we want to make sure that we're ready to go uh, uh, for them. But it, it, the fact that we've played now, so, so go back to the Mississippi State game, um, more so than the Delta State game, and that's not taking anything away from Delta State. It's what I just said. But now we've played against length, size, athleticism, speed. Now we know we don't have to wait for Akron for that to hit us in the face. So we want to get that corrected. Now we want to ramp up our pace, ramp up our, our – our, uh, our attention to detail, our fundamentals, our toughness. Now, I don't want to see us losing, having balls. We, we get our hands on, on – it's like a receiver for our football team. I'm certain our coaches tell them if they get their hands on it, they, they should catch the ball. We got our hands on a lot of balls yesterday that I thought, due to physicality, maybe not being tough enough with the ball, got knocked out of our hands. And a couple of them laid, you know, turned around in cheap baskets for Mississippi State because they were struggling to score. We were struggling to score on them, and they were struggling to score on us just as well. And so I want to see that type of thing improve. And, and the fact that we've played such a tough opponent already, now we know what it's about. We'll better show them on film. Uh, of course, our pace and tempo. Now they're going to be, instead of us just talking about them, say, well, this is why coaching them are you know, so hard on us about these type things. And we can get all that corrected. All right. Hey, thanks always for the visit. Uh, looking forward to a great season. Keep up the good work, and we'll see you next time. Okay, John. We'll see you Monday night. We'll be there, the Golden Eagles and William Carey, on a Monday night here at Reed Green Coliseum. That's uh, Coach Jay Lanner, nice enough to stop by and visit with us. We'll talk more Golden Eagle Athletics when we come back. This is Inside Southern Miss Athletics. The passion. He's going to take it to the house. Dinner's cooking. Touchdown. The fury. Getting blessed. Down he goes. The speed. For the end zone, got it for six points. You cannot hitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Back in the end zone. 20. This is the College Football Bliss. Listen all season long on College Sports Now on the Varsity Network. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue to go inside 
Southern Miss Athletics. Going to continue to talk about Golden Eagle basketball and spend some time with the associate head coach for the Golden Eagles, Coach Juan Cardona. Nice enough to spend some time with us today. Juan, talk if you would. Let's start off talking about the game the other day against Mississippi State, the exhibition game. What were your takeaways as regards to the Golden Eagles from that game against Mississippi State? Good morning, John. Good morning. Always a great um, pleasure to, to, to be on your show um, and just to be with you, you know what I mean? Just, just to be close and, and, and talk basketball. And about the game, disappointed, right, me. Um, I know the guys are too and and the staff because we, we built something already in year two that um, – that makes people dream, you know what I mean. So, and 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 I think that's that's a when you have something special. I think I think people believe in what you're doing, um, but you got to battle. You got to battle every day to keep building it. Um, and I think uh, Mississippi State is a hell of hell of, hell of a team. Um, they took they took us out from from a lot of stuff that we do, but we also took them out uh, from a lot of stuff that they do. So it was a fifty fifty game. Uh, but it went their way, so so we just got to go back uh, to the drawing board and, and 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 prepare for what's coming. Two really good teams, the Golden Eagles and Mississippi State. What uh, were some of the things that uh, you liked that the Golden Eagles did? Were some things you feel like uh, maybe you didn't play up to what you want to do on the for- court for the Golden Eagles? No, um, I mean defensively, um, I was. I'm, I'm. We're not very. We're not close to where we need to be. Um, but I like where we're going, right? Um, the different type of defenses that we threw at them uh, worked because the guy, the guys believe, and 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 that's what we do every day. So it's a system that we have, depending on on who we play. And obviously, you would love um, um, to have a chance at the end. You know what I mean? Like with those last last minute or two minutes, just just. Just to close the deal, but but that's something that we learn. I mean, and, and that we have we have to close the deal on, on both ends um, to get stop and then score. Um, but we didn't do didn't we didn't do that. I think um, we have to understand that the difference between power five and and mid majors uh, are the bigs, right? So so wherever you have two or three, they have five or six. So they keep throwing bodies at you. Um, that that they 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 gonna they they betting on fatigue, right? So, but I but I was there's nothing I can point out, um, because we're still nine days out, um, and I have to be fair with with everybody on both sides. So I know Chris Jen's gonna go and 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 fix some things. We're gonna go back and fix some things, but but we I'm very excited for for what's coming for Southern Miss. Talk about some of the new guys on the ball club. We saw a lot of the veteran guys play quite a bit last year. Who are some new guys that have kind of caught your attention on this Golden Eagle team? No, and and and, and we're gonna figure it out game of game, uh, practice of practice. But but Tegra uh, is a force inside. Right? He, he gave you that that. Dream to be able to fight against 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 the, the high major teams as well as as Vi Victoria Walker, um, and then and Bryson will catch up, 
right? Um, because it's a different kind of basketball. But those two guys are elite. They have they have size, speed, and skill, and that can match up against anybody in the, in the country. And then we have the mediums, right? We have Victor Victor uh, Har, we got Donovan, we got Kobe. I, I call them the mediums between six three and six seven, but um, that that we can throw from the two to the to the four, and they can they can do some damage. For I mean, and obviously we got AC, and that that can we we, we can move. Uh, 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 all around on a basketball court. Do you like some of the guys? There's a lot of guys on this team that are versatile, can do a lot of different things. Do you like a team that's made up of some guys that can do a lot of different things instead of just maybe one thing? No doubt, we have to. The way we play, we can't just have a guy that play that plays one position because he won't. He he's going to limit himself, and and we're going to be limited on the way we use him. So this has to make sense for the players first. And um and and they have to buy in and number one, understand the system because it's, it is very difficult. I'm just um I'm excited to see where we're going with it. Um, but it but but like I said, great things in life take time. And uh, we got nine days. That's all we have. We do have time, but we don't have a lot of time. So, but but Southern Miss is here to state. Um. Like I said, and and the vision and the dream is, is, is intact. So we we we're getting ready to to prepare this team uh, to be giant killers, and 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 that's our only focus. Spending some time with Juan Cardona, the associate coach of the Golden Eagles. Nice enough to spend some time with us today here as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics. Coach Ladder and I were talking a little while ago on this show about uh, Mo Arnold, who right now is the point guard for the Golden Eagles, and a guy who I think's gotten a little bit better from last year to this year, and a guy that does a good job of kind of running the show out there. Uh, a little bit better. Um, I think I think he, he's made some strides. Uh, um, as a leader, I mean, and, and think about this, John. He has to fight three, four guys on the other side every night, right? We're waiting on Crubello, but I always like to think about the worst-case scenario. Obviously, we know about Nefta. Um, we got some new guys, BB, um, Jeff is here, so, so, and, and, and Tate. But I think Mo, Mo is the one that has to battle. One has to battle three. So that's, that's kind of the situation he's in. He loves Excuse me. He loves the situation he's in, but he knows that he has to do extra. Cause that body after 40 minutes, I can't imagine. It's me, and I'm tired, and I don't play. So I just, I just don't want to imagine how he feels. But hey, he's a warrior. Next day, he's there working out at at a, a five, six a.m. Whatever the time is, and um, just blessed to have Mo in our life. Basketball season will get started here, as you said, in about 10 days or so for the Golden Eagles. And a, a tough one on the road. Uh, well, a tough one, I guess, first at home and then a road game up in Akron. Uh, the schedule, really tough this year for the Golden Eagles. But that's the way you like it. That's the way Coach Ladner likes it, I know. They have a rough, they have rough game because we're coming. We, we, we're going to go there. We're going to be who we are. It doesn't matter. In the backyard or over here or away, we don't care. We're going to. We we know where we're going, and 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 to do that, um, we know we gotta go and win in in some tough places. Hey, but that's the that's the name of the game. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Southern Miss, like I said, we started the turnaround, the biggest turnaround last year, um, and uh, for for an NCAA Division One team, and we're gonna continue. Now we got our goal is twenty five or above, but but at the same time we gotta get to March, right? Because I, I think how you grow this. It's okay. You got 25 wins, but we fell short in, in, in the NCAA tournament, uh, conference tournament. So now how do we get that? 
plus the other stuff. So now we, 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 we put the bar so high that we have to live up to. And we will. And we will. But everybody got to understand that. The, the fans got to understand that. And, and, and we got to be behind these kids because, like you said, uh, uh, often they deserve it. They, if you come to, to watch a practice, you can see all the work that they're doing and, and why we're doing what we're doing every day. You know, it's funny you mentioned practice. I think most fans think probably practice is just, you know, grab the ball, shoot around a little bit, uh, you know, and kind of try to get ready for the game. But uh, you watch a Golden Eagle practice, that's like a game almost. I mean, that is a, a battle between everybody on the court to get better as a basketball player. And I'm and I'm going nuts because I don't think we got enough time, you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, you got to take care of their bodies. Um, it's, it's, it's 20 hours. I wish it could be 30, right? But it's, it's, it's only 20. But it is. It's very competitive. You got to know uh, uh, what you got, right? And so you can utilize in different parts of the game. Um, but like I said, it felt, I know it, it was an exhibition game, but we need everybody. I'm obsessed with playing with 8,500 people every night. And I'll do whatever I got to do. I, I I dress like Seymour if I need to, you know what I mean. So I don't I don't I mean it gotta we gotta make it about the kids. They gotta feel the vibe. I know that the once once they come in, they're they're gonna come back over and over because the energy is is electric. So I just love everything that's going on with the program, the fans, the players, the staff, everybody around them, around those kids. So we gotta keep it going, and the only way to keep it going is with the fans, right? Is 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 the multiplying effect, but it starts with the fans. Visiting with associate head coach Juan Cardona as we go inside a Southern Miss Athletic. A few more minutes with Juan on the show today. Two years ago, I'm not sure how much Juan Cardona knew about Southern Miss. Now you're here. Now we had a 25-win season a year ago. You're the associate head coach now. Does it seem like a dream sometimes that it's all kind of worked out, you and Southern Miss? Maybe maybe it was meant to be? It is. It is. The other day I was driving, I was, like, I was just asking, like, how do I get here? How, how did I get here? So, But like I said, I'm, I'm so obsessed with, with – with, with building wealth for, for everybody who's around me that I just, yes, I enjoy it for a second, but then what's next? You know I mean, I, I, I keep pushing myself for what's next and how can we be number one at it? You know I mean, what, what, what's new? How can we uh, uh, keep growing the program and, and, and keep entertaining the fans? Because at the end of the day, this is an entertainment for a lot of people. For 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 me, it's my life because I don't have anything else. But but how do you have that? How do you find that balance where you create an environment for the ones who are responsible for the results? Who are the kids, right? And the ones that create that environment is uh, are the fans. So and and I'm a firm believer that people respond to the environment that they're in. So let's create a, 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 a heck of an environment. So, so and a familiar, an environment which, which is familiar where everybody can enjoy themselves and we take this to the next level because there is a next level and we're going there. Well, speaking of that, we had uh, five guys, I guess, maybe a year ago that have gone on and all are playing some form of professional basketball. Oh, yeah. Give us an update on, on some of those guys, what you know, what they're doing and where they are right now. No, I mean, it's a blessing that the, all five of them are playing. Felipe is playing in Russia. Um, DeAndre Pickney, I think, is in Denmark, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they they fly in and, and, and 
just playing basketball all over all over Europe. So I'm super happy for for everybody. Marcelo's playing Argentina. Um, Nico is playing in in Chile, and and Timo's in Nicaragua. But I just sent like three days ago. Logan Wallace sent me a, um, a film that is some teams asking for him in Europe. So we, I mean, that that's what Southern Miss basketball has to be because at the end of the day, you don't you you gotta you gotta do things to help your own family, and and when you come to Southern Miss. You better know that we're going to take care of you because if you help the fami la familia, la familia is going to help you. That's how we operate. And um, we've got different contacts, right, that, that for, for every level that we can, that we can ha put a plan together for every kid once they graduate. Did you not tell me, I think you told me that Felipe, who you said is playing over in Europe, is one, if not the highest paid, is one of the highest paid guys now playing over in Europe right now. He is the one. He is the one. Um, Getting getting paid the most for a rookie for for a first year guy, so so we're very blessed to 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 have that. You know the type of year and and the atmosphere he created uh, uh, along with DeAndre Pickney um, and and every other guy. But I think those two uh, were the centerpiece of everything we did last year. Uh, uh, with obviously the the group, but those two guys. When you have a four or five that that can do things that a guard can do. You, you have something. So we're very blessed. Uh, I mean, we're all, all often talking to them because they, they, now they're going to – they went from being the guys to, to one of the guys. So they have to go back to being the guy and, and don't fit in and just be themselves any, anywhere they go. So that's, that's, that's the type of conversation we're having right now. But it, we're always here. We're always helping and we're always growing. But as they travel around, they're also great ambassadors for Southern Miss uh, yeah. when people want to know where you play and – what was that like? Uh, they could talk positively about Southern Miss. No doubt, because now they, they whenever a kid comes in and say, "Hey, what? Who, who have you helped?" Right? That that's 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 making money uh, from basketball, and then you start mentioning what 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 ha what has happened here and where the guys that made it happen. Where are they? So now every everything starts making sense, and they're the ones helping us recruit some of those guys because i mean that when when you talk when a player is talking to another player it's very different from when a coach is talking mm -hmm. so they become your your recruiters as well and and we do a hell of a job recruiting too um all we gotta do is just keep this thing going and and be happy for them because like i always tell them you don't need me in good times oh mm -hmm. you you need me when when things are not going well that, that I, we can be there for you and we can help um, in any which way that we can. Juan, it's always a lot of fun to visit with you, talk uh, basketball and Golden Eagle basketball, keep up with the good work. And, again, thanks for giving us some of your time today. John, it's always a pleasure. I enjoy talking to you. Um, when's the next one? Right. <laughs> no. Anytime you want. Anytime no you no want. problem. Uh -huh. So appreciate all of you. Um, for everything, everything right that you guys do, and let's 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 take this to the next level. Appreciate that, you. All right, that's the associate head coach of our Golden Eagle basketball team, Juan Cardona, taking us inside Southern Miss athletics. Thanks as always to Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics, for being with us again this week. Also, head coach, basketball coach Jay Lanner, also spending some time with us. And again, Juan Cardona, the associate head coach of our Golden Eagle basketball team. Till next time, John Cox is always reminding you of the three of Potential of happiness, something to do, something to love, something to hope for. Hope to have you with us next time as we go inside Southern Miss Athletics.